Dominic. Joey, you made it this time. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We've got a special guest we're waiting to check in here today. I bet everyone's eager to find out who it is. I bet he's here. Should I start off? Yeah, go ahead. You're hosting, John. I am the host, okay? Welcome to the SWV Fantasy Football Podcast number six. You know what that means. Dom finished six this year. I am happy to announce that the original OG and creator of the podcast is here and taking it over. It's me, Joey Fantasy, your 2013 champion and special guest today from the L7 Fantasy Football League and a champion. I welcome you co-host, Jeff Corvo. Jets, how's it going? How's it going? Wow, this is the best you could do, Joe. Jeffrey, it's a pleasure to have you and another champion, and especially from such a high-class organization like L7. It's I, an honor, Joe. It really I, is. It's an honor. I'm late in my spare time. I don't know if you guys know that about me. Don, this isn't really time for you to speak. You know, I want to formally introduce Jeff. And you know what, Jeff, why don't you go go ahead and formally introduce yourself for the guys in this group that, you know, don't know what, what your fantasy expertise is and give us a little background about your, your uh, league that you're in over there at L7. Well, we've been running for about 13 years. Uh, we started in middle school, and uh, you are speaking to the winningest organization in the L7 Fantasy Football League. We have um, that in common. Well, that's has, about it, Don. He has a that ring. About it. How dare yeah. you even compare yourself <laughs> to a champion like Jeff? Uh, I, I disagree with Dom's philosophy. I do believe points matter. Um, I don't believe that uh, minimal points is something that you should strive for in fantasy football. Um, I have won a title, uh, 2016, if I do recall. And I was the guy who discovered Patrick Mahomes. Very good. And and Jeff, we got the chance to speak before we went on air. So everyone's clear. uh, The L7 League does use fab. Uh, That's one of the questions that we'll get into later. That is correct. How many members are you, Jeff? We expanded. So we have... You expanded eight original. Yeah, we had eight original members from year one with uh, uh, Laricia. Robbie was in it for a year. Um, some other people came in and out. We had 10 for the past 11 years. And then the last two years, we added an additional two. So we're up to 12 now. Okay. Wow. So you guys aren't afraid to change over there. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, we have our owners meetings are always the uh, best day of the year because it's hot topics. When are your always. owners meetings? Um, usually we like to have them in the summer um, with the Corona COVID-19 virus going around now. We held uh, we followed the NFL and uh, we're delaying our owners meeting probably till, you know, late summer, early fall. Yeah, because you can't be in parties of uh, 10 or more. So that kind of right. puts and it out. With 12. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, if I have any more questions for you, I'll ask. Our pods, our podcast will still go on though. And uh, with that being said, Jeff, why don't you, uh, why don't you lead us off here and ask uh, Mr. Krabari the first question? Well, Dom, um, I have my first question for you is what is your greatest memory of the existence of this league? Uh, so, you know, I've been sitting here a couple of weeks now and I've been listening to the other guys in the league and you know everybody seems to have their top favorites the b-dubs the draft rollback uh a couple other things here and there 
some trades, but I'd say honestly, my favorite memory has to be Chase winning the championship in 2012. And why is that? Because I lost to Chase. But now that you fast forward nine years, I see how much Chase needed that. <laughs> I mean, he needed that win so bad. And I mean, what would I have done with it? I would have had a championship. I would have had 58 wins. Chase would have been last place, never made the playoffs again. And I just don't want to see my friends like that. So, you know, let it, knowing that Chase got that win means pride more to me. So you rip on him every week on the podcast, and now you're coming out saying your greatest memories when he won it all? Yeah, because, I mean, that was that was Chase's first year. He didn't even want to join the league. We had to beg him. Okay, well, whatever. Um, True do you regret story. begging him? Do you regret begging him to join? I mean... Looking back at it? No, because like I said, it gives... I mean, other than that, we really wouldn't have a reason to talk to Chase. Well, you... <laughs> Well, you would have a championship then. I mean, championships are nice, but I mean, I live for the thrill. How would you know? Yeah, how would you know, Donald? Oh, I mean, it didn't change. You know anything. what it feels you like have to no win. Idea. Shame on you. Your greatest memory, Chase winning it. That is a great memory. Probably one of my favorite too. It is now my favorite. I mean, in the SWB league. I mean, I was Chase also Chase there. Winning. I was, another one of my favorite memories is when we had the TY rollback, and I tried to talk Chase out of doing that. And he stole T.Y. Hilton from Bobby anyways. And I was just like... So wait, are you talking about a little collusion? There was, was some like, collusion. collusion on this? Jeff, if you've never heard of the T.Y. rollback, uh, we had some guys drafting in North Dakota, lost reception. We like auto-drafted like three or four guys in a row. Everything was a mad, madhouse. We're trying to get a hold of Joe. He wouldn't answer his phone. No, I was on time, the phone trying to pause by it. The, because by the time we got everything all figured out we went through like half a round of draft we went through two picks so joe's like all right guys we're gonna back everything up we're gonna fix Susie or dave or dean's draft pick and we'll just go forward with it well what goes on is everyone's going back and picking their same guy and chase who was drafting right before bob goes i think i want ty hilton and he snags ty hilton back from bob who originally had drafted him that was like ty hilton's like coming out party Mm-hmm. And he royally screwed Bob that year. I mean, Jeff, real quick, and we don't want to. Dom's only got twenty five minutes today because he's got you know a kid and a mm-hmm. wife at home. Right. Um, right. let's just say you're in the league here. You're in North Dakota, and your internet goes out, or or you can't get logged into the draft, or you were logged in and you got booted out, and you called me as the commissioner and say, "Hey, I lost my internet connection. Can you pause the draft? Like, I see it's on auto pick. I've got and it just auto pick." Colin Kaepernick for me. This is my third quarterback I have. And it was, it was RG3, to be exact. RG3. Oh, even better. And I've already got two other quarterbacks. Like, is there anything you can do? I mean, are you pausing that if you're the commissioner for a member or what? You know, you can only – so, not to get into my league too much, but we had the greatest debacle in fantasy football history this year where we got together and tried to draft – and we used too many pauses and we were unable to then pause again and draft our teams. We had to scrap everything and pick a later date. We pick a date close to when the season starts so that, you know, you know about injuries and stuff like that. Well, the next draft day available was the Saturday before uh, the NFL started. So we were scrambling and all that. 
So to answer your question, we did use pauses, but we shouldn't have. I Greg Poland was the main ringleader in this circus that we had. Um, he was intoxicated, severely intoxicated. We've never had, we've never had home. that. We've never had a member and, get that intoxicated. And the issue was that uh, Saquon Barkley was going for $102 in our auction draft. And he wanted to spend more, but he couldn't, long story. So he messed up the whole draft. And uh, it was a big debacle. There was discussions into kicking out the three-time champ of the league. Of course um, you guys want to kick him out. He's, but... he, I mean, he'd obviously, right. he's taking it home. I mean, are you saying we'll have to kick out the Giorizzo boys, see how that one goes? No, no, no. I would never say that. <laughs> never say that. What I'm just saying is we've had enough of Greg's uh, antics. And uh, the Giorizzo boys, nice wholesome boys they would never do something maliciously like greg did where we felt like he you know jeopardized our league's integrity by doing what yeah it's unfortunate so we're not quite quite there yet so i think we got a couple more pauses in the future mm-hmm. dom would uh if you this is a good question one of my favorites if you had one owner you had to remove from the league who would it be and why you know i've thought about this question for a while here and i'm actually surprised i haven't heard more people and much like Ammo said last week, you know, I respect this guy as a man and as a husband and as a business owner. But when it comes to this fantasy football league, I don't think he treats his family. And that's why I will also have to vote for Bob Scott. Wow. That's two for him. I mean, I just. Is he the leader in the clubhouse? He just, he, he isn't in the clubhouse. I mean, you ne- you never, you can't, you can't trash talk with Bob. You can't get trades done with Bob. Jeff, he let me, just, he, a ghost Jeff, let me get you caught owner. up on, on something really quick. Bob was second in highest mm-hmm. points this year. Is that possibly why Dom wants him out of the league? He can't beat him. Uh, it, that's what it sounds like to me, Joey. Bob, um, it Bob missed like the playoffs. Dom, with, Dom doesn't want to be the best and beat the best. He wants the correct. best removed from the league. So then he yep. can then. And that's Jeff, how he's got most Jeff of his did, points. Or most of his Jeff wins. did the uh, did the owners Jeff did the owners of Christian McCaffrey or Michael Thomas miss the playoffs? In my yeah. league, are you asking? Yes. Me? Uh, they did not. He had both of them. Well, let's move on. And to missed the, next the playoffs. Corbin, why don't you go to number three, Dominic? I got a question <laughs> for you. Um, I'm just wondering: has a spouse or significant other? ever had any influence on the performance of your specific team? Uh, I wouldn't say she has an influence in the performance of my league. I know she puts up with uh, my managerial style because I'm very uh, analytically data-driven. So I do spend hours of my free time looking up numbers and projections and, uh, you know, snap counts and target yardages you know, all the stuff that good owners do. So, I mean, she does support me in, you know, my home, my homework. She has no analytical, does she have any analytical background? Uh, She doesn't have any of that background, uh, but she does understand what each Sunday means to me. So she is supportive in that manner. Mm -hmm. no she won't she does not develop software either that you maybe could use no she does not running the numbers so she's she's a teacher at one of the most classiest school districts in the state of ohio 
No, she does not have a software for uh, number crunching. Oh, she's a teacher. She's a teacher. So she has a lot of time on her hands before the season starts to help crunch numbers, possibly. I mean, I really don't ask her to. I don't think she knows what the numbers are and what they mean. So are, are you but, saying she's worthless then? <laughs> I'm saying she doesn't have an influence on my team, but she is supportive of my team. Okay. Well, very good. Let's move on. Hmm. Let's go with uh, who do you consider your toughest opponent? Who do you hate playing twice? Now, I wouldn't say I hate playing this person, but I would say he's my toughest opponent. Uh, I'd have to say Mike, you know, because I respect him as another owner who likes to do his homework, likes to uh, really get into the data. He really likes and he's not kind of to shoot it up. He's not just. Yeah, he likes to shoot it up. I know Mike's coming at me with his best stuff every week, and he's not just kind and of. How does he come at you with his best stuff? ESPN. I mean, what does that mean? I'm saying he's 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 checking the waiver wires like I am. I mean, he's the only guy I'm worried of that you know, if I see a deep sleeper and I'm looking at him, I'm not worried about Chase stealing him off the waiver. I got to make sure Mike's not reading the same stuff I am. And how would he be reading the same stuff that mm. you are? Because he likes to use the internet. Mm. Interesting. World Wide Web. So would you say, I have a question. Um, who would you say is more analytical between you and Mike? Um, I'd say, I think Mike kind of, he started it. You know, I I kind of picked up from what Mike was doing. So he kind of led me that way. Oh, so I really, <laughs> okay. I, you know, I realized that I needed, I needed to go deeper. Uh that's what she said in my uh, homework, <laughs> you know, in my analytics, I needed to go, I need to go further than what I was. Uh, so do you guys share analytics? Maybe some of the same data or the same, you know, algorithms that you guys, there use? may be some cross data that we might both be looking at. Uh, I also listen to a lot of podcasts, hmm. uh, even the uh, daily fantasy uh, sports podcast will also help you a lot when you're looking at deep waivers. So, I mean, you know, I'd say Mike was... From the sound of it, though, it's, you might need a little more. But uh, I got a question for you, Dominic. Yeah. So, who do you consider to be your weakest opponent or also known as the team you most look forward to playing because they suck? Uh, well, the obvious one would have to be the guy who hasn't won 30 games yet here in year nine. And that would have to be Chase. Uh, he's always... It's always but, fun to beat Chase. But... At least I'm twice. I'm a little confused. When the game was on the line, does that not mean anything? I mean, it meant something. But looking back, that game meant more for Chase. So your greatest memory is Chase winning, but you also can't wait to play him because he sucks, but you lost to him. Right, which is – Am I getting this Which straight? is why it was good that Chase got to beat me I'm one just time glad Dom's not in the politics because I, I, I'd be so lost. <laughs> He might fit in. I'm with just, the you know, I, I, I'm not in the league. I need the history of it, so that's why I'm asking these questions. You know, to learn a little more about this league, and you know, it just seems like someone's talking in circles. I'm just saying, me and Chase, we are good rivals. It's kind of like this uh, Ohio State Michigan thing where Chase hasn't beaten me in like 12 years, but you know, it's still fun. But he's won a championship. But like he has a championship from the 80s. Hmm. I mean, it's cool, whatever. And do you ever have a championship? Uh, not currently. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Dominic, uh, this is your favorite question on the podcast, and Jeff probably doesn't completely understand it like we do, but uh, maybe he needs to start um, thinking about this question because it is very serious. If you were unable to draft your team hours before the draft because of a life, a life crisis, who would you have draft your team and why? Uh, you know, I've thought about this question for a while now, and uh, I don't think this guy knows I would ask him because, you know, we don't talk that much, but I hear about his fantasy proudness and I respect that from him. So I'd have to say Gino Iacampo mm. because, you know, I, wow, you know, I, I think he takes his league pretty serious and, uh, you know, I think he'd, he'd be a guy who would look at the data kind of like I would, and he wouldn't just be, you know, running an irrigation system while trying to draft my team. Like it's no big deal. And Jeff, I think he put some pride into Jeff, it. Are you aware of the circumstances that would led to us asking this question? Are you fully aware of what happened to us on draft day last year? I am. So unaware. Want, Could you please this is also Chase's. We fault. don't want to waste too much time on it, but long story <laughs> short, we're here. We just switched up. We changed to auction, which we got as a, a referral from you guys as L seven. And um, mm-hmm. we're about an hour before draft and I'm getting a phone call. Hey, I'm going to miss the draft from Chase. And I'm like, Hey, is everything all right? He's like, no, I'm on my way to the hospital. My appendix burst. I have to go into surgery. Um, so with that being said, we lost a guy and uh, there's about 10 other owners that were like, screw him. We ain't waiting to someone will draft for him. And uh, he, he had found Anthony Angelata uh, who drafted his team this season. And obviously he had missed the, the postseason, so not sure how successful Anthony was with the auction draft, but uh, not just missed the postseason, right. had the worst team ever. I mean, he did have more points than Don this year. He still managed to do that. So, yeah, a team that he didn't even draft. I mean, that just shows Chase's in-season ability to, you know, create a team that's completely who, who is, number than yeah, the who's team that spending he countless hours the only good, on SEDs. The only good thing Chase did was when I called him one morning and I said, Chase, I got a hot tip for you. I said, I want you to go and pick up Latavius Murray. Nobody owns him right now. And I said, and that's your good deed for the year. And he went and picked him up and he, I'm pretty sure he won like three games in a row with him. And he was thanking me every day. Is this another uh, collusion? I mean, I like. Are you just admitting admitting all this? I mean, I wanted to help Chase out. Plus, I was playing defense against actual teams like Paul, who was going to need him. So just remember that, Paul. I'm always looking to this. I'm looking at everybody's team at all times. And you're colluding with other teams, doing what it takes to win. And that he is. Hmm. Okay. Um, Dominic, I got another question way. for no. you. Uh, so there may or may not be changes within the league this year. Mm-hmm. Um, every year, every you know, fantasy football league goes through their rules and see what needs to be adjusted or not. Um, there has been some suggestions here, such as having two tight ends, um, habit, having fab dollars, is there anything that you would like to see in 2020? Um, I've been advocating for a third wide receiver or either I'd also compromise on a second flex position. And can you explain uh, from, to an outsider why that might be? Now, Maybe Jeff would agree or disagree with you. I mean, because if you look at 
first off, league standards in daily fantasy footballs all use a third wide receiver and a true flex. We don't have either in our league. We have a running back wide receiver only flex, and we can only use two wide receivers. Um, so I feel like we're limiting ourselves in the uh, the player pool, which would make our waivers a little deeper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also think we have a lot of guys that we drafted to use and they're sitting on our benches. And I also think that's a uh, unjust to our, to our league. And like I always tell Joe, you know, the player pool of wide receivers who, you know, finished in the top 45 or whatever it is, anybody that'd be considered a, a wide receiver three or four, you know, they're scoring over 160 points on average. So, I mean, that's a lot of points to be leaving on, you know, a bench. Correct. I have a quick question, follow-up question. Um, Maybe is it possible that you want to kind of standardize your league and make it more similar to Daily Fantasy because it'll help you out? Wow, he's an outsider. He can can read between the lines. (laughs) You ain't fooling him. I mean, it might fool three or four guys in this league. It would fall fall better aligned with – uh, my my numbers. Your quote unquote data. I mean, this right? data. It's, I mean, it's, it's not, and that's right. It's mm-hmm. not a secret you know, Dom, I think that's all we need to hear about that. Jeff, that was a great question. Thanks for asking. I hope everybody in this in this uh, podcast nope. listens, and everybody in this league takes your advice. There, can we move on, Dom, or do you want to get anything else? I hope then? they do too. Right. Let me plug my daily fantasy okay. football league. Uh, we're running right now with twelve members. Uh, we had another great year last week or last year uh you know it's a 100 bucks to join i can fit it up uh to 20 guys uh anybody's welcome even l7 if you guys want to jump in there i know we got a whole bunch of guys that might not be in a a normal uh season-long league who still enjoy watching the football games and putting some money down for sure so uh that's my plug for my fantasy football league let me know very good we will I'll spread the news to the boys. Moving on, Dom. SEDs, we're here. Is there anything you want to clear the air on? Air on because, the I mean, it's pretty obvious what you already said in this podcast and from what other owners already know about you, but maybe this is a chance for you to come clean. I just wish more of you guys would do them. That would actually make this uh, a little more fun. Because, like I said, other – other than Mike being the only guy that I think would actually benefit from these, who is benefiting from them, uh, you know, it's kind of a letdown when players like Paul or Chase let Latavius Murray just sit there on the waivers. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Nobody sees this. And, uh, you know, and I got to make the call and I got to tell you guys how to run some of your teams. And if we so, I mean, decide to vote and ban them because it w- did come through on a message today that they would like to vote on banning these substance abusers are you going to quit the league uh no i would just uh find a new one find a new sed on an undetectable one very good <laughs> it'd be untraceable in my case <laughs> i mean all right i mean yeah. if if the nfl got rid of marijuana testing i think it's time we as a league get rid of sed testing Uh, fair point. Fair point. All right, Dominic. Um, I mean, everyone's doing it. I know it. you already know this. 
but uh, there are four owners without a championship. Um, if for some miraculous reason one of them wins next year, who do you think it'll be? And let me remind you, the four people who have not won a championship are you, Paul, Bob, and Chris. Okay, so um, the obvious, myself, but we probably – and why? I mean, because like I said, I've got the most wins. I do the I do my homework. I have my research in. I trust the numbers. The numbers sound like they lie to you. I was always told numbers don't lie, but they sound like they lie. I to mean, you. they really don't. I mean, you can get unlucky in the playoffs, which I make every year. So, you know, I'm doing something right during the regular win. season. How many how many years is and this league? Eight. Uh, what are we? Nine years? Eight or different eight? winners. So you're saying eight years in a row you got unlucky. I did miss the playoffs once. I made seven okay. times. So So yes. Unlucky. So Jeff, he, he considers and there's other guys when statistically he's got the most wins in the league. Statistically, he's at best in the middle of the pack and highest points all eight seasons combined. But you're, you're talking with an owner that had the least amount of points mm-hmm. last year in all, all 12, 13 weeks, whatever it was, and he still made the playoffs. Dom likes to talk about, po- what is it, positive regression and how it's going to – he's going to bring in that championship like Andy Reid did over in Kansas City. But if anybody knows, you know, the numbers, it's going to be the other way. Dom's luck's running out. He's not going to sneak by with those wins with 70 points, with the lowest – how are you making the playoffs in your lowest points in the league? His luck, his luck's gonna run out, and it's gonna hurt. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt me too to see Dom hurt so bad. He's been pleading that he is unlucky, and from the sounds of it, he's actually been really lucky to even get in the playoffs. I mean, I, I mean, the numbers like don't this lie. Year, I, I might have missed. It's it. there. It's data. I mean, I had, I had a few unlucky weeks this this year uh, with my. My number one draft pick, Saquon Barkley, you know he he blew me a couple of weeks there, and uh, I also didn't I didn't have his backup, so I was making do with what I had at running back. Uh, now, what was the reasoning for not handcuffing? Because uh, I need my I needed a, I needed a roster spot for Cole Beasley. Oh, God forbid! Wide yep. receiver number thirty six. Check your data. <laughs> and he wants it. <laughs> My data is a little different than yours. Good job. Of an... <laughs> no, I was just saying Cole Beasley, uh, you know, eating up a roster and, spot. And Anthony Miller, who came on strong in the second half. Are you starting to put the, the dots dropped him. together here, Jeff? Why he needs a third receiver? I mean, he just didn't know which problem to start because they, he had a I bunch am. of mediocre. I mean, that, that's right. Cole Beasley I mean, that's the or problem. Anthony Miller, God forbid. God forbid. So, that's why anyways, Dom, let's, uh, am I up next? Yes, I think I am. This one will be in effect in the 21 season, not the 2020, if we make it out of this coronavirus thing. So, um, God forbid. God thoughts forbid. on – I think we've heard your thoughts on it almost every week in the podcast. We are going to extend the, the league, if we can, an extra week, that uh, creating us playing three owners tw- or twice, three times a year. You on board with that? Uh, I think, I mean, I guess I would be on board with that. Uh, I'd be more on board with us just expanding the league. Uh, that way we didn't have to. Uh, I 
but I do see the problem with even if we go to 17 weeks and we did add 14 owners, it would still need to be one repeat. Re- now I have another game. text that just came in and I'll ask you first. Um, rather than extending our regular season a week, I've been asked to extend the championship uh, game an extra week. So you'd actually take the accumulation of two weeks points. Any thoughts on that really quick? Uh, I see the idea. I don't, I'm not in love with the idea of it being a two week thing. Uh, I feel like that would be an actual pretty major change because other people have won by just having that lucky one week. So I can't. Now you've been talking about luck a lot. Wouldn't it be hard to have two unlucky weeks back I mean, to back? Wouldn't you'd have to come you back out? from just one unlucky week. I mean, if you're if you're spotting okay. a guy forty something points after one week, you know, even if you guys both have pretty even. Jeff, week, how do you guys do your championship round? We actually, prior to this new seventeen game um, season, we play till week seventeen. We play that final week. Um, year in and year out, it's a topic of discussion. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, basically what it boils down to for us is more fantasy games, the better. So you're saying that your um, championship week, week is on a week that most likely would not yep. matter to, you know, say that the top well, six teams in the league with, you seem more of a off season type manager where, you know, you go through a ton of data during the off season. Um, our league is more towards the in season managers where you have to be up to date on your news constantly to figure out who's starting that week 17 or who's out, who's not playing, who is um, it's more of an in-season league. I don't know if you'd be able to handle it. You seem more of a analytical data driven off season kind of guy. I mean, I, I, like I said, I understand the premises of it. I just, uh, you know, I've never heard of somebody weighing their championship after you most likely have players on those teams that aren't playing and they're the ones that or they're resting because their seasons are over as well. You know, if you got like a Saquon Barker right. who's coming off an injury, he's like, he's not going to be playing week 17. Just. Correct. But you would try to get most handcuffs and stuff like that. Like I said, it's always just a, a different strategy a to play. If you're playing that extra week, different meeting. strategy. Hey, mm-hmm. while, while we, ha- and, and nobody's right. threatened to quit your league when you say something stupid like that. Hmm. <laughs> Must be just our league. No, no, they have not. Jeff, let me ask you a couple <laughs> more questions since we got you on some rule changes, and you could, and then you could wrap up with the last question. But for the listeners out there, uh, do you guys pay back yep. highest points regular season? Um, we no, we do uh, week to week. We uh, decided that to entice people who maybe are the doms of the league who, you know, at the end of the year might not be playing for anything. If you pay out week to week highest score, it keeps everybody engaged throughout, you know, the full season rather than have somebody drop off middle of Did the you, uh, season when they're 0 and 8. Did you guys season with like that, Corbo? Just regular season? No, we do not. Okay. Um, yep, buy-ins. just regular season. What are you guys buy-ins over there? Um, it's two fifty. Okay, yeah. So you got. I guess that makes the weekly prize a little better, right? And it, I think we went from two hundred to two fifty recently, but we we did that with two hundred too. Yeah, it's just you know I can't remember the exact amount. Say it's like around fifty bucks, just a little you know 
something to, to entice people maybe late in the year who otherwise wouldn't be enticed to starting a lineup or, you know, picking out players. Um, do you, kind of keeps everybody do you uh, offer any incentive for Correct. the guys who have the highest points or maybe they have the best record going into the postseason? Do they get buys or do they get some kind of compensation for, you know, having the best record at, at the end of the regular season? Yeah, um, our top two. So we go from a 12-man league, we get six guys in the playoffs. Um, okay. The first and we've second been, We've been buys. exploring that this year as well. Mm-hmm. We uh, It was a topic of discussion also because, you know, that makes 50% of the league getting into the playoffs, which a lot of the original eight, I like to call them, did not like. But, uh, you know, sometimes you got to change. Having four teams there out of 12 we, is a we little, do eight. you know, thin. So more with than with no buys of 12. Do you? Yeah. See something like that for us. I know that would probably never pass in ours just because I, sometimes you do get lucky in fantasy. So that eighth seed, just having a decent run. At I the don't think we've ever had a one. Yeah. They usually get knocked out first round. That's what they're famous. Nobody wants to finish. Yeah. Our, our win, our one seeds don't even, they don't even, they don't even win a, the opening week. They of the playoffs, in, our one seed. I don't even know the last, if they ever have one, but it's so, um, lost more than one so we've been then looking at giving them a buy but yeah i will say because that buy is huge it's a race to that buy i mean to win two games to win it all rather than having to win three straight and games you guys are using fab huge, free agent acquisition advantage. budget yep we have i think it is either 100 or 200 dollars, whatever standard is um, Are there any other payouts we that we need to be aware of that we might entice us? Did you say anything about third place? Um, uh, so first, second, and third get paid out. We So at first it was just first and second. We moved to paying out third, a uh, little bit of money, just to have that. Uh, you guys enforce a penalty at the end of the year? Something. But For last place or lowest points? Four. For last place. So the reason we went through a couple different people in our first uh, few seasons was because we used to kick out the person who uh, came we in last place. Shout out Rob Lariccia. Um So he's obviously no longer with our league. <laughs> so uh, we did that for a while, but once you get to year 13, it'd be rough to have, you know, owners who are still involved and, Doing doing well if you're kicking everybody. And that's out gotta be a nightmare for year. your uh, records keeper. Uh, that would be me. I hold all 13 years of data on a Excel spreadsheet. It is. It is. It's a nightmare. Okay. I, I believe so. Yeah, we better wrap this up. I think I hear uh, the wife and the son coming Corbo, up. Corbo, you want to ask the last right ones? Now. Get any insight from Dom? Yes. So, Dom. Um, what are your thoughts of an expansion to a 14 man? Uh, I took a call on this today and I let the caller know that I'm for it. Uh, he didn't seem too happy about it. Uh, like most owners of the league. So, you know, I'm for it. Cause I'm not scared. I'm not scared to change. Everybody else is. And Hey boy, <laughs> he's here. We'll put him on air. But, uh, you know, I don't think that it would hurt if we went to 14. Real quick, how's the uh, how's the decision process? Is that a voting process? Do you need majority? How's that work real quick? Uh, majority. 
Majority. Yeah, need at least seven. So what do you got? Twelve. So you need at least seven. Gotcha. That's how we do it. Yeah, because we would. We we're nowhere close to those numbers right now. As far as I think we have maybe three, maybe four guys uh, who would do it, and I don't see why they're so against it. I mean, because y- you being from a league that's grown, the more guys that in it, the the more fun it is to have with your friends. So I don't see why everybody wants to exclude some of our friends. But you know, yeah, it's always, that's kind of how SWB is. Though decisions. they're afraid to change. Yeah, I mean. That from knowing you guys for so long, I, I do understand that change is sometimes yeah, scary. And that's and that's Colson. And that's what and I thinks. think I think he understands it too. He wants to be in charge of the team. He's seen eight years of no rings, no championships. I mean, think I think he's ready. He won't he's be only, he's any only one. <laughs> he, he could be changed probably. He said while he's sleeping. Does does he help you look at uh, the data? Yes, he's a great he's a great data number guy. Sounds like sounds like he does most of the data work over it. He's got a Cole Beasley jersey. <laughs> I, I guarantee he does. <laughs> Knowing his father, he definitely has a Cole Beasley jersey. But, all right, guys, uh, it's uh, bath well, time for this guy. It's been real. So, Jeff, we appreciate you joining us today and giving us your insight on your league and, and hackling Dom a little bit. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, no problem. It was a, it was a pleasure. Um, you know, it's always fun getting on with you guys. And, and Jeff, Dominic, Jeff, can I just put it on record here? If we do go to 14 man. Uh, man league and we are accepting applications, will you be throwing your application in? I, um, as of what's today, the 16th of March, Stone Cold I will Steve come out Day. and say I will be 316. I will be putting in my application if the expansion does go oh, from God bless to you. 14 million, uh, teams in SNL. And you deserve to get in. I hope I do too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Well, I, I let's wrap it up. Take that to heart. All right, guys. Uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, no, 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 uh, no groups of 10 or more, uh, stay out of the bars, no league meetings until further no notice, meetings. uh, support, support local people are trying to make it out there. Well said, Dominic. And, well said. Uh, all that's right. all I got guys until next week with Paul again. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Joe. It was an okay show. I hope it gets I more so views too. and keepers. Talk to you. (laughs) All right.